All right, y'all. So this is the Homeroom with Smooth podcast. I got with me um, and some new people, um, some reoccurring, all that. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. So uh, let's start with ladies first. Um, Celine, go ahead, and we'll just go across the bottom. I'll mute your mic. You muted yourself back again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yo, 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 too big, though. It's just Celine in the building. How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Hi, I'm Tajay. <laughs> all right, all right. Hello, hello. Welcome to the pod. This is the first episode. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Tajay. Nice to meet y'all. I'm excited to be here. All right, pleasure to have you. Entirely, Talia. <laughs> You're not even gonna introduce yourself. You just gonna leave yourself on. <laughs> She's muted. Yeah, you're muted. Yeah, you you're mute. You have muted yourself. <laughs> Follow me on the socials. Celebrity <laughs> X, Talia. Thanks for having me, guys. Love to be here. Cool. All right, all right. Uh, KJ, go ahead, man. Yo, it's KJ making my season debut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen, man. Hey, hey man. That's all I got. Best I could do for you on this Easter Sunday, sir. Oh, yeah, it is Easter. I feel it. It uh, is. Shout out to the buddy. All right, uh, Kev, introduce yourself. I'm Kev, man. Happy Easter, everybody. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about it, be real with you. But uh, look, Mr. Lee is joined. Lee, what's up, That's man? That's my guy right there. That's good, yes. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> what you munching on? You got some pizza there? Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Just uh, making poor dietary on. decisions. What are you talking about? Is there vegetables on that pizza? There's tomatoes on there. Fuck no. <laughs> Oh, hey man, just go hair? work it off. Yeah, your hair always off. been like that. Say again. Did you dye your hair? Your hair always been like that. My hair's always been like that. Oh. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, look, um, y'all. Uh, I'm obviously smooth. Um, thanks everyone for coming. Um, let's get right into the first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say happy Easter. That's first of all. So happy Easter to everybody watching. Um, hope you, you know, you found you found your Easter eggs. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you thank God for, you know what I'm saying, not staying in the grave and dying for your sins and all that other good stuff. If that's what you believe. I mean, you ain't gonna sit up here and play with Jesus like that, man. No, I don't know what if people believe that. Some people don't. Some people that watch literally don't. Yeah, some people might not, you know, be feeling that part of it. This segment. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to I got to I got to lay I got to lay it on light, you know what I'm saying? I could you know what I'm saying? I could, you know what I'm saying? Grab the mic, you know, and get to talking nah, about nah. touching neighbor and all that other stuff. We have a service in here if we wanted to, but nah, I think that's we're not doing all that. Um, no, go ahead, go ahead, bro. No, nah, so <clears throat> so the icebreaker is um so Celine, you picked this. <laughs> You picked this. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> the icebreaker is women cheating on men. So, uh, <clears throat> Celine, if you want to take it away, 
Wow. Ma'am, you muted. That sheep, yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, so the reason why this is the breaking topic is because I'm basically crucifying myself at this point. But um, women cheat on men too. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's always everybody is so willing and able to talk about like how like men cheat on women and ah ah ah. Like, we need to be able to like open conversation about women talk uh, cheating on men too. And I mean, I'm a subject. Like, <laughs> at this point, like just put it out there. Like, I did it. I feel like shit about it. So I don't know how men do it, but at the same time. Women do that shit. Like, it, it happens. And I mean, like, how y'all feel about it? Because I felt like shit. So, have you, have either of these women, have y'all ever cheated before? <laughs> no, not like in a relationship, but I've definitely been like talking to somebody and talking to someone else and keeping that on the low. I, I agree with you. I think women do it too. I think we get away with it more. I think we do it less. I do think women cheat less than men do. I think we get away with it more when we do cheat. But I think that, um, I mean, it's just a stigma. Men try to, they kind of see us as like more holy or they want us to be more holy. I'm not sure if that's like the right word, but we're not necessarily. We're just like them. So we're people. <laughs> we're people. We're all more people. innocent. Yeah, I guess we're sometimes seen as more innocent or we're supposed to strive to be more innocent, but that's not even. We're, we're the same as you guys. We have the same motivation. KJ got some big eyes here, man. For me, like, to even, like, ride off of that, I think, like, to me, like, I learned my lesson with this one time. Like, there is no more, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to fuck up again, I'm going to fuck up again, I'm going to fuck up again, and keep on, like, no. Like, this one time, I felt so terrible. Like, I'm just like, like, how do I deliver myself at this point? Like, what do why would I do some crazy ass shit like that? And I know how it feels too. So it's like, but. And I think like women, we kind of, we don't really do it as a game. Sometimes I think with men, like y'all are pressured to like talk to all the girls and have like, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes. But I think that when women do it, it's definitely more emotional. Like it's like right. something we're not getting mm -hmm. where men, it's, it's sometimes. I'm not saying men don't also cheat for emotional reasons. If anything, I think that might be the worst cheating. If you're doing it because of emotional reasons, for a man, it's like a physical and thing. So you know, I, and you I trying to stay. Because yeah. at I the end of the day, it. go ahead, bro. Go ahead, okay. No, I'm, I'm just, just saying. Come on, Kev. No, <laughs> bro, look. At the end of the day, man, for a lot of men, it's a physical thing because when they cheating on a woman, like, you know, you could say he doesn't really love her all this and that, but at the end of the day, he's trying to hide it from her. He's trying to stay with her. You know what I mean? Like, Women, I think they actually shopping around for their next new dude or something. They actually trying to get out of it. If they get something that they're not receiving from you and they keep getting it from someone else, eventually they're probably going to leave. Okay, hold on, hold person. on. That's my opinion. I was going to say, I feel like women definitely cheat. Honestly, I feel like... Yeah, so let... Yeah, Talia, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, let him go. No, no, let him go first. Oh, oh yeah, KJ, KJ, go ahead. I was, I was, it was real quick though. I was just gonna say, I would definitely feel like women cheat emotionally before they cheat physically. Like, I feel like women emotionally have to leave whatever relationship or situationship or whatever you want to call it these days. They're in first before the physical can go with them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it's just it's normalized for men to cheat. So I feel like that's why I don't mean normalized as in like it's something that's okay. But I feel like like you guys all mentioned, like it's heard of more of men cheating, whereas women, it's kind of like, damn, she cheated, right? Like whereas with men, it's kind of like, oh, he cheated, like he's a dog, you know? Well, I mean, kind of expected like men cheat, right? Yeah. I don't know, I but. Well, I got a question for you, Tally. Women cheat too, they just don't get caught. What what does a woman gain from cheating? What's what? What do women gain from cheating? Because I'm gonna be honest, even though men and women cheat, it seems like when women cheat, they oftentimes end up being the losers of that situation. They can go out and get what they want, but like I don't know. With a man it just seems it's less how to put it, like the consequences aren't really there. I feel know? like I feel like it's like the thing where people are never satisfied. They always want more. You know, I feel like that's like human's biggest dilemma. We're always searching for like the next thing. So it could be that. Honestly, I'm not I'm not sure at all. It could people say that like cheating is almost never about the physical aspect, but I feel like it could be. I feel like it mm-hmm. could be. it really just depends from like to a person's like situation. Some women cheat because they're not receiving the emotional, I guess, like whatever from their partner. Yeah. I don't think men do that, to be honest. Sometimes. I think sometimes they could, but I feel like it's mainly physical when it comes to men. Mm. So what you're saying is... So what you're saying is business not getting handled at home. Okay, go ahead. My bad, she's still talking. Like her ass is big. Like no, um, out. yeah, you couldn't. Nah, I, I was gonna say though, um, I definitely do like I think men with us I, I definitely Damn, is it my Wi Fi? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, so uh, I'm gonna say what I gotta say real quick. Then, Kater, you can go. Um, so, nah. So, I guess my, you know, I, my joke's not even gonna land correctly now because it, it took too long. <laughs> no, so, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I missed my moment. I missed my moment for the joke. No, nah, I definitely agree. I think Celine. Uh, I think Celine said it. Um, where women cheat too, they just don't get caught. Like, um. So can I tell a story real quick, right? So boom, here's here's my story, and I'll make it brief, right? So um my ex um had a friend, she was married, she was married. So my ex used to enable it was her it was her sorority sister. So I'm not gonna say the sorority because everybody's gonna figure this shit out, right? So my ex used to enable her sorority sister to cheat, like they would she would come visit us, um, she would come visit us, she would stay with us, and there was this dude that she would see. Um, and he would take her out on dates. He would spend time with her for the weekend while her husband would stay at home, you know, with the kid, you know, they live together, obviously with the kid and whatnot. And he would say, Oh, I'm going to visit. She would say, Oh, I'm going to visit my sorority sister. We're going to hang out. And she would post the pictures. Like they'd be in the club. We would be playing game night, smoking hookah the whole nine, but she would still dip off to see this dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Husband never found out about it. Right. But flash forward, I think about maybe like two, three years later, he cheated on her. Mm-mm. Um, got caught cheating, 
and she divorced him and is now getting child support and alimony because she caught him cheating. And mm-hmm. to me, I just look at it like, yo, bro, like, I sit back and yeah. I look at the shit. I look at the shit like I, I, at one side, it's like, damn, this nigga, like, this shit is trash, right? And then I look at it like, damn, oh, yeah, like, but <laughs> yeah, right. But then, but then I look at it on the other side, it's like, damn, dog, like, how you ain't, you didn't peep the signs, like, some shit was weird. Like, I don't no, know, no, right? Man. But it goes to like what Celine was saying, like, women do cheat, but they don't get caught. And like, when I hear the story and they, and they just like, yeah, y'all niggas are dumb, y'all niggas are stupid, I'll be listening, like, yeah, niggas do be dumb and niggas do be stupid because I know several women that cheated and their husbands just be a key kid and a grinning and buying shit in their face. And I'm just like, damn, dog, like, sad for you. I hate to see it. You think men are messy? Bro, I don't think women get caught. Women do get caught cheating, bro. It's not true. I know somebody directly, like, yeah. You guys think that men are messier? I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Men could probably be messy because they're like it's literally like a cat and a dog. Because like at the end of the day, when a man, hold on, hold on, hold on, we can't keep talking over each other. All right, like I don't know what's going on. We can't keep talking over each other. Okay, we got a lot of lag and delays and latency, so it's hard to keep flowing. True, um, but. Kev, go ahead, finish your point. Then oh, no, I was just saying, like, Talia, going off what she was saying, men are messy because, like, they're usually careless. I think it's, like, put it this way, man. When it's just a physical thing and that man just trying to go get something for the night, bro, he usually going to discard her after that, keep it real. He ain't got no emotional attachment to her like that. He ain't really, because it don't mean nothing. He might not be trying to hide it all like that because it's like she don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And like that's the reality, because like here's the thing: when women cheat emotionally, I see it as like a bridge to romance, potential romance. When you're cheating on someone emotionally, it's probably because you're not happy with that person. Men don't necessarily cheat on women. I mean, they can, but it's not normally because they're not happy. Probably because they just want to go get hit another girl that look better. To be real with you, but do you want to keep the one he has? I'm just saying, there's some people who do that, bro. I wanna. Go ahead. I was going to add something to that, though. Um, it's something that I thought about uh, as I was sitting in a cigar lounge two weeks ago. I noticed that when men cheat, men cheat, and, and this this is this an old head said this to me. He said, if you do cheat, right, not advocating, but if you choose to cheat, make sure you cheat with a motherfucker who got just as much to lose as you do. And I feel like a lot of men, going back uh, to Tally's <laughs> point, they get messy because mm-hmm. they cheat with women like, oh, she got a fat ass. Oh, she got big titties, but it's a single woman who she just out here doing her thing and she know that you married and she reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's like she don't got shit to lose at the end of the day. And so when you come into the situation and you giving her, OK, you monitor the drinks, you might buy her some clothes. You're treating her to the lobster and the crab dinners and the, and the whole nine. <laughs> Not the crab. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, you cheating? You taking on her dates? Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Let me finish. Yeah, Yo, that's romantic. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Tama, let me finish. Let me explain. Like you giving her these extra benefits of whatever it may be, then you're like, hey, it's a lot. Trust me, this is what a lot of older, a lot of older cats do. This shit, bro. And oh, okay. the problem is because they got that expendable income <laughs> and they don't really care, right? But they're messing mm-hmm. with women who don't have shit to lose. And in that mm-hmm. situation, when you fuck with her emotions, like mind you, you give her, 
you give her her dick, you give her her things, you give her her attention and affection. When you take that away, some women can become vindictive towards that. And mm -hmm. now it's like, man, fuck. Like, all right, this nigga toyed with my heart. He played with my emotions. Despite mm -hmm. of her knowing what it was when they went into it, now what is she going to do? All right, let me call his wife. Let me call his girlfriend. Let me do this. And then it's going to be, hey, Barbara, this is Shirley type situation. Whereas when men do it, like, let's say it's a single brother. He cheats with a married woman. It's like, bro, like, damn, I just got some pussy yeah. from this married chick. It's not, hey, let me break up this girl marriage. Like, let me pull an August. <laughs> nah. It's not on no, very rarely do you see an August Alzina type nigga. Like, damn, I just smashed this cougar. Let me tell Will Smith. Like, damn. niggas is like, nah, bro. Like, we gonna get in the group chat. Like, bro, like, damn, them cheeks was fat, bro. That shit was wet. That shit was good. Keep, she keep it real, though. Eat, bro. She took me out to eat. Like, she got me a couple polo, uh, polo t-shirts, bro. And, and I feel great, man. I got my nut off, and that's it. Like, yeah. women are more vindictive when it comes to, like, being the other woman than men are vindictive when they find out they're the side nigga. Stop taking your side right, on dates, man. When you right, dating with bro. women, that's like yeah. an undertone that you right. might want to be with them, even if you tell them what it is. They think the fact you taking them on dates, yeah, it's, there it's might be a point. chance. Yeah, so stop right. playing with oh, emotions like that. No, yeah, no, like. You can't you can't do none of that. What the fuck? You taking your side home no, dates, bro? What? Come hey, on, bro. Come on, bro. Right, right. Oh, hold on, bro. You <laughs> supposed to not be seen with her. Where are you going right, to the movies? Like, what are you, no, you trying but... to do like a sister wives thing? What the that's too much. Hey, <laughs> in, in, an effort, in an effort of hey, in an effort of full transparency though, like in an effort of full transparency though. So like like so what was it like? Two years off and on, like it was, it was me and um, basically I remain nameless, somebody's wife. Like two, two years oh. off and on. Like you know what I'm saying? Like wise, you know what I'm bro. saying? Like the first year, I did not know. First year, I didn't know that she was married. I didn't know. I didn't know because I, I had messed with her prior before she even got married. So it was just like, oh, she swung back around. You know what I'm saying? She spun the block, and I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm getting what I want. <coughs> we good. But then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, around, like, this brown year two, I'm like, yo, like, you got a whole family. Like, go home. Like, I started to just tell her that. I'm like, go home, man. Like, you got a whole family. Where is your child? Where's your daughter at, fam? Like, <laughs> like dude, you know where your daughter is? Like, go home. You, you can't be with me every day, fam. Like, how is he not, how is he not, like, this don't, this don't raise an alarm for him, like, at all? <laughs> like, every time he calls you, you, like, this, that, it was wild, like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, does he know who I am? No, I hope not. Like, I ain't <laughs> tell him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like but that goes to your point, don't though. Like, ain't, one no dude finna ain't no dude finna Ain't no dude finna pull. Hey, if he does, like that's gonna be kind of wild. Like for California standards, like he gonna have to like really like go, like look me up. Like, but hey, bro, to um, keep it real, uh, some of these husbands do know that one was cheating. There's like rules to the shit though. Keeping it real, true. That's how swingers and stuff started. <laughs> that's not cheating then. That's an open marriage. Yeah, that's yeah, that is an open marriage at that point. That's that's not yes. that's not monogamous then. 
Well, it could be monogamous I mean, if you're giving that all your emotions. I don't really give a resources. fuck what they're doing. Nah, that, that's not an open marriage. Is not it's monogamous not anymore. Exclusivity. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, it's not necessarily not monogamous if you're not actually giving them your emotional resources. You see what I'm saying? What What is a girlfriend? It's someone who's invested in you emotionally. You see what I'm saying? If they're not invested in that person emotionally, yeah, like technically it's not monogamy, but then again, I don't know if it's really cheating. They're just using that person. But non-monogamous just means like you're- You're not with one person. Yeah, but you can still be emotionally attached to most, some people can. They can be yeah, emotionally- then that's not monogamy. Yeah. That's called polygamy. Exactly. Or polyamory, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone having a physical thing if all their emotional resources are committed to yeah. someone else. I think that is still there, there's there's got to be communication. Yeah, communication. There's because there's something wrong when you ain't telling the other person what the fuck yeah. you're doing. Like, why are you hiding it now? Why are you keeping right. it low key now? Hold up. Yeah, because obviously you're ashamed of it if you don't want to talk about it. Like, like, or like, there was. I felt like there has to be some level of uh, emotion if you're not going to talk about it with your partner. Like, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you, 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 like whether because like everybody gets horny. Like, let, let's just lay that out. Yeah. Oh, because there's, there's women just there's fucking being because they felt like it, and, and there's dudes just fucking because they felt like it, and there's dudes who who are getting to know like to be flirtatious with certain women and because they felt a connection with them and there are women who feel flirtation with certain dudes it's because they they felt some connection with that other person right. you know there's just so, so many levels everybody's human and uh, has these certain thoughts thoughts but it it comes down to like acting on it and that communication with your said partner or that becomes the prize problem or lack of communication that's today I feel like anything you do yeah. anything you i think you just said it uh lee anything you do that you can't talk to your partner about that you gotta hide or sneak about or even in some cases omit because we know people like to omit details and be like well you didn't ask me directly that and so i didn't volunteer the information so technically i didn't lie but my thing is i, I feel like omission is lying as well too but anytime you have to do any of that stuff you know, you're cheating, you know, point point blank, yeah. you know. Yeah. And call it what it is, man. Yeah. This is a dope icebreaker. I wanted to hear what Celine had to say. <laughs> yeah, Celine, Celine got to go. She said she had to go. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, she just had to I'm turn off the camera, she says. Uh oh. oh she just had to oh, turn off the camera? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, my bad. You back, Celine. You back. Okay. You back. Okay. Oh. Okay. So. I don't want no beef. I don't want no beef. What's your name? Who's she talking to? <laughs> what? That's why I'm like, it's, it's, it's just a whole lot of shit. You don't like a drive to me? Huh? No. <laughs> 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 they ain't talking to people in real life, bro. <laughs> right. My hey, give me, some, give me a Popeye um, chicken sandwich. I'm hungry. Okay, Damn. so at this point, oh, no. Fuck, that sounds like, so good. To me, when it comes down I'm to it, like, like I said, like I brought this subject, I brought this, I brought this, uh, I brought this subject up for a reason, right? So, mm -hmm. yes, like I'm a subject of this, but okay, for this situation, 
only been like talking for I want to say like three months. I met him New Year's, but we linked like really good. You get what I'm saying? Like it's like one of those ones where like mind you, I just got a relationship too though. Like I was in a relationship for four years. I have a child that is one and a half almost, and and like this is my you know what I'm saying like that was my first relationship. Um, um, let me, let me, yeah, this has got to be another conversation. Hey, look, I'm going to right, yeah, this yeah, way. Yeah. We'll finish this conversation up another time. It's I got okay. a question for the guys here, man. All right. Yeah, go ahead. So look, you can't control everything, bro. You ain't going to be with your lady 100% of the time. You can't just manipulate where she goes and who she talks to. So look, I say when you get older and you stop caring about some of these things, it's like, look, number one, you could choose to not cheat. Okay. But then it's like, if you do, number one, don't give him no head and come kiss me. Make sure they use a condom. And three, don't let me find out about it. And don't let other people find out about it. Well, I ain't, I mean, come on. I, I mean, like, if I, I find like, out about it, it's straight, but don't let other people know. You know I what feel I'm like, saying? I feel like that first rule is getting broken, bro. What? Yeah. Don't give him no I head. Bro, I definitely feel like yeah, like that. You look, yeah, if you cheat, you can let him give you some, but when he pull it out, you be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, me times you, but all right, okay. Come on, bro. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely feel like if if I'm the side dude, and like so, you're not the side. Uh, if you decide, no, 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 okay. no, I'm saying like if I'm the side dude, because I. So I'm gonna put it on the table. Like I messed with a married woman before. I didn't know she was married. Probably the same situation, similar to Smooth, is like I didn't know she was married, and we had sex a couple times, and I, you know, I got ahead. But when I found out she was married, and I found out the parameters that I was just being used as a pawn, because her excuse literally was, "Oh, he's over." Like he was there, military. He was in the navy. He was overseas. He do. Her excuse was. Oh, when he on his ship, he do whatever he wants. So when I'm stateside, I do whatever I want. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Like, if this nigga comes home and I'm on his wife, then I'm, you know, like, he in the Navy. He in the Navy. I'm going to tell you, I got friends in the Navy. And yeah, they do be doing it. When they go overseas, husbands and shit would be fucking. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, like, that might be what she meant. She might be like, oh, yeah, it's over. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already hit. But, like, this was, I was. Man, this was like 10 years ago. I was like 21, 22. But me, like probably like 19, actually. So probably 12 years ago, bro. Like, so at the time, for me, it was like at first, it was like, all right, this older woman, she's interested in me. Then it was like, okay, you know, she's married. Then it's like, she's married. Like, what are you going to do, KJ? Then it was like, damn, the shit was good. So I spun the block one time. Then my man was like, yeah, bro, like, you might want to back out of it. He about to come off his, his tour. Ah. Like, yeah, I got to end that Ooh. shit, bro. Like, this shit is dead. Like, you know, I, I, you know this, this is fun while it lasted. And, but as a side dude, it was like, man, fuck this shit. Like, bro, like, if you, you going to degrade yourself, like, I don't care about your, you know, not, not to be rude about it, but I don't care about your marriage. Like, that was my mentality at the time. Like, you don't fuck about your union shit or your partnership. <laughs> like, you don't fuck about none of that. Like, the yo. Disrespect. Yo, catch, catch, oh, yo, catch these back shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but that, that was my mindset at the time. So, for going back to Kev's rules now, like, you can't expect your wife who's already disrespecting and desecrating on your vows. It's not disrespecting, man. Because y'all done had the conversation about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. If there's a you just saying don't do that I one guess. thing, and there's plenty of women who will say, "Oh, okay, I can fuck other people. I just not a suck dick." Don't, okay. Like I guarantee there's some women who will be like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." 
or be like, oh, I don't do that. Or she'll make up his character. I'm not good at that. I don't know how to do that. She'll tell that do anything so she don't have to, bro. Oh, well, There's some women that'll do that. That's different. Uh, go ahead, bro. That's different. You ain't never had that happen to you? You ain't never tried to get in from a girl? She's been like, oh, no, I don't know how to do that. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. If it happened to you, it can happen to them. Nah, I've been in I've been in that boat before, but not from like being a side nigga, but irrelevant. Uh, Go ahead. I ain't being a side. Okay. Um so, I ain't never messing with Mary Woman like that either. So so okay, okay, okay. All right, cool. So listen, this is just an icebreaker. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, thank y'all for thank everybody for sharing. <laughs> I want to see what the ladies say. Come on, Tally. Toy uh, how do you say your name one more time? Tazaya. Tazia, 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 what do you think? Come on, I want to hear what y'all got. Tazia, if I'm married and if I get cheated I'll on, over. I, I can't, I don't relationships, I can't do any of that. I do I know, I, yeah, I literally know couples who have open relationships, like they tend to be older couples. Like when you start to older couples, be on some different stuff, they, they're very different. I know. A few and they have like their rules, they don't have it, they're allowed to do their thing as long as like he's home by a certain time and they're not allowed in the house, they have their rules and they're happy, but that is not mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think like with, with the older couple, with the older couple wave though, because I smoke cigars with all the old heads, they mm -hmm. see that after they've been in a marriage, like you talk to like some of these old cats that's like in their 60s, like after they've been married for like 20, 30 years. Yes. Like, they just like, look, shit, man. At this point, bro, we running a business together, right? Like, exactly. don't do anything to fuck the business up. Don't bring home no unwanted kids. Don't bring home no liabilities. Don't bring home nothing, you know, basically nothing you ain't leave with. And don't fuck up the money play, right? And it's like, you could do whatever you want outside of that. Like, I still pay the bills. I still take care of your car insurance, you know. You take care of the Amazon Prime and, 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 <laughs> and the bill and all the other... Like, like, no, like these are legit conversations that you I keep had, all the streaming just, services up, right? Yeah. Basically, like you keep up the appearances, you keep the house looking nice, the decor and shit. You know, we can still take our family trips and do our thing, but it's like, yeah, like if I want to, you know, have my little girlfriend at the cigar lounge, and you want to have a nigga that take you to go get wine and, and go to the bar, I don't give a fuck, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me. And I'm just like, damn, like when did it get here? But Bro, I don't it's know. Monogamy is like, bro, imagine being monogamous for like 20, 30 years. I'm sorry. I think it's kind of unrealistic. At one point, somebody going to slip up even once yeah, or twice. Like, you're going to be with somebody for a year. And that's why probably why a lot of marriages ain't lasting nowadays. Think about it. Them old now, people that you're talking about. Yeah. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah. So like, so nowadays in our generation, sex is like so normalized at this point yeah. or a lot more normalized is, and like, you know, just think about like our, our, like maybe our grandparents or great grandparents and like, they've been together forever or, and what if they lived by our rules today? They probably would have gotten divorced. Yeah. Like, bro. A long time ago. You want them married like, to like, last let's just for a be long real. time. That's true. Yeah. No, because like it was it, back then. It was like you were gonna be shamed for getting a divorce. Now, if you want happy, leave that dude or leave yeah. that female. Like, uh, how like, important is sex to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's important, but like when you were in a long term relationship like that, there's other things that you have. Like, okay, you're gonna leave somebody because they fucked somebody else one time or something like that. What about all the other things? What, like Katie was saying, what about the business? What about all the money and stuff? You finna risk all of that because you upset that your uh, property 
was it, but fuck that, bro. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you though. I'm gonna be real with you because like I'm gonna be pretty upset if a female cheats on me. Yeah. Okay? Like if you if you already thinking about doing that shit, I just uh oh fuck. Call me. Hey, we're breaking it off. I'm I'm fucking this yeah. other dude. I, I'm gonna throw your shit out. <laughs> I just I don't know. No, like because like I want that like that bond um, with a relationship. I do understand where you're coming from. A lot of yeah. relationships don't last that long. Um, but I love the idea of it. It so I'd like to keep it alive. I but yeah. I, I do have an I think the bond is still there, you know? Yeah, I, I just like nah, I don't know. In my mind, I feel like that's a that's a bit fucked. Anybody on this call? <laughs> like, anybody on this hey, call? Keep it one hundred, Lee. Keep it one hundred. I'm just saying, yeah, twenty, can, thirty years down the road, shit. Things is anybody on here? Plotting. He's waiting. He's yeah. waiting for the 20, 30 years to come. <laughs> it's just like, I don't. I, I get where you're coming from, and as, as like biologically as a human, everybody has needs, and uh, like you're programmed to reproduce like that. Yeah. At, but um, I don't know. Just like, like I, I like a lot of like human connection, and and um, I, I, if I'm feeling horny or whatever, or I feel like I'm attracted to another female. I'm gonna just beat my meat, dude. Hey, there you go. I just like, it's not that serious to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It'd be like thing. fucking every All chick right. I find attractive. Nah, not like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think that's why it's so important to just like before you get married to know what you want out of a marriage and the kind of person that you want, but to get all of that out before you get married because if that's a hard boundary for you, then the person you're with you know that. Anyone I marry is gonna know. We're done. We're not gonna come back to this room. That to see that breaks in, that breaks the, the emotional bond that we have kind of like what Lisa mm -hmm. what Lisa said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah like um yeah so like my, my dad kind of like t told me the same shit uh, like to get just to go out sow your oats you know fuck around with, with different women and or whatever or kind of learn what you're into what you're not into to get a bunch of it out of your system i'm like i'm like 23 now i haven't really been in any type of like serious relationship uh, i'll be 24 this year and like I think I'm ready to try doing the relationship mm -hmm. type shit. What's everyone's and, longest and, relationship here? Just curious, since you say that. Oh, uh, shit. I'm, uh, mine's not shit. <laughs> mine's five years. Mine is five. I got five. I'm going to be honest with you. you I, I don't think people with future tellers, you can't tell what's going to happen in the future. Like, your situation yeah. may change. Your wants and needs change. You you don't you don't know what's happening tomorrow, man. You don't know if you're gonna be the same person a year from now. Like, like yeah. Taze, you I mean, say I, cheating is a deal breaker. Shit, you get a certain type of dude. Ten years later, you might be like, well, depend because this certain situation. Mm, mm. How, how old is there, How old is everybody on the call? After ten years, I can have that conversation with my husband. Like, I can right. be like, right, I think I want to uh, try open relationship right but now. You gotta like, make it there. You gotta make it to that point where you can have it. I mean, couples do it all the time. There's so many couples that are looking for free forms. I used to work at a bar and get asked all the time to participate in random things. Like it happens, you get to a point where you're comfortable and you might want different things. That's okay, but cheating is not okay. Like going behind someone's back is never gonna be 
Yeah. Going outside yeah. the nah. side. If you can't tell them about it, can't be honest. Mm -mm. Yeah. Communication, man. You, you gotta talk right. about it. Get it out of your All system. Right. Find your boundaries. Facts. I'm okay, not... so listen. Thirty-six minutes. This wow. is an icebreaker. Is Celine not even here, bro? Come on. Right. Exactly. That's why I kept trying to stop, but then everybody's like, "Okay." So, does right, anybody have anything else they want to add? Anything? Nope. No, no, I'm, I'm no, good. Any closing statement? Closing no, argument? Man. Right. No, man. Don't be a cuck. All right. Oh my what? god. <laughs> what? Why? There's no reason for that. To right, I'm going off the rip. I'm going off the rip. I'm crazy, man. Come go on, ahead. Go ahead, Smooth. Go ahead, okay. Smooth. Okay, so look. So topic number one. I know the people watching. This is that wasn't the topic. Topic number one. So uh what y'all think about <coughs> uh, Quavo and uh Sweetie in the elevator situation? What y'all think um, about that? I have a lot to say about it. Okay. Um, okay. So you, you, and then you, and then KJ. I feel like it's hard to give any type of like real statement regarding it because we don't know the context, right? Like we can only hypothesize and try to see like what actually happened to lead to lead to that. Like some people are like, oh. Maybe she got into a fight. Maybe she was fighting someone. That's why her shoes were off. Maybe he was pulling her back and it was a bit too aggressive. Maybe they were fighting. Maybe she was fighting him. We don't know. But as it stands, like from watching the video, it's not looking too good for Quavo right now. But I can say it's a little bit too convenient that the video came out when they broke up. That's all I'm going to say. It's a little bit convenient. Okay. So to add some, some, some context to what you're saying, so... Why, upon watching the full clip, because there's people, a lot of people cut off the beginning, right? So if you watch the full long clip that was up, like you had to be on Twitter, like as soon as it came out, like the long clip, like it's it's literally the reason her shoes is off is because she she didn't swing at Quavo. No, 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 she tried to slap him with her shoes, and oh. then and then yeah, yeah, and then she was taking the whole thing was like. You'll see where she's running with the box with the PlayStation, right? Into the elevator. Basically, she was taking his PlayStation. And that's how they was like, I don't know if they was playing at first and it just went left. I don't know. But like that's what it looked like. She was taking his PlayStation. And then when he tried to grab it from her, you know what I'm saying? She swung at him with her shoes. Hmm. Um and the then proceed to the, the video. The thing with this is like these videos are meant to stir up some type of reaction, especially in the way that it was. This is like PR. This is how PR works. Like they Click push the video, right? People and love toxic shit. Exactly. It's to get the people talking because no one knows like what actually happened. We can't say. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? All we just know is that it paints Quavo and like not the best light right now. It's like sus. It's very sus. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, KJ. Man, this shit ain't none of our business, man. Yeah, I mean, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it's, it's fun to speculate. It's fun to speculate. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's the that's the mature answer, right? The unmature answer yeah. is, I mean, the shit look bad on his part. You know, don't I never condone violence towards women in any nature, so I'll 
say that before motherfuckers jump down my throat. But she tried to fuck up the nigga video games. And if it's one thing when you don't fuck with, you don't fuck with a nigga video games. That could have been the only shit piece of salvation he got left in his life. And you gonna take the fuck nigga the video games. Fuck them. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. No, I'm just playing. But no, seriously though, like I, I, I personally don't. I I don't I personally don't know. I think like Tally said, like all we could do is speculate on the shit that happens. Like none of us were there. Like Smooth said, like it's you know, like it's designed to be or Kev and Tally said this is designed to be clickbait for us to argue and like start another fucking gender war over some stupid shit. Like let them people live them live their life. They want to fight yeah, arguing elevators. The process. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, happened? I, I got a hot I got a hot like, take the the like, shit is so bad nowadays on social too. media. Do y'all remember when Kobe died? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? TMZ and all these other news outlets wanted the race to be the first one to talk about Kobe Bryant's death. Why do you think that it is? Any publicity is good publicity. Positive, negative, whatever. Yes, sir. That's facts. Yeah. Rule number one in PR. There's no such thing as bad news. If it's if you get people talking about you, success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I I got one thing to say though. I, like, just equal opportunity ass whooping. She swung. <laughs> she she, she getting hit. <laughs> I, I do not care. She wanted to fight. All right, we fighting. I'm treating you as an equal. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> listen, y'all, do not cancel my All podcast. Right. That was not right. me. Okay. Women <laughs> She want to swing? No, not ah man. Hey, y'all she go tra- look him she up. Trying to kill me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, not me. We're not I'm, encouraging I'm, I'm, I'm or condoning for, violence I'm, towards women. I'm gonna pray for not. your mentions, bro, because I'm just about to shambles. I'm with him though. He's telling the truth. Look, man. Hey, no, he ain't lying. If you don't want to get whipped like a man, don't try to fight a man. Because, look, I'm going to tell you something, nah. ladies. These men are crazy, and they will beat the hell out of you. Newsflash. It happens. Don't try to fight them. They yeah. will do I ain't going to beat the shit out of you, but I might knock you out. We won't, but okay. that dude might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. We hey, I'm going to put you out of commission, to... but I'm not going to hospitalize you. We, we're, like... This is not the, this is not the, the yeah. chivalrous. This is not the most chivalrous generation where we just gonna be like, oh, you slapped me. Okay, cool. I'm gonna back off. Nah. I'm gonna give you some Boy. space. We're in a generation you smack me, somebody you you might get knocked between the stove and the refrigerator. Like not me, but I'm just saying the, some of the men out here in general. And wait, wait, I, I, mean, I, I, I want to hear the female perspective. Yeah, I do. I do too. I'm gonna shut up. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear from the ladies. I agree with KJ. It's not our business. I think there's a lot. Of- this situation that we don't know. Obviously, we only saw the elevator scene. If she already had her shoes off, ready to hit him, who knows what happened? I noticed there was a guy downstairs ready to stop her. If you guys notice, that when she gets off the elevator, there's a man there that clearly was there to stop somebody mm-hmm. from leaving. So, from my, from when I saw the video, it looked as if she was trying to leave and she was being stopped from leaving. I don't know what she had. I don't, you know, I, again, I don't know. It could have been her Xbox. I don't know. But I don't think a man should ever hit a woman. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. okay, if you are being physically attacked by somebody, you have a right to be not to stop being attacked. But as a man, you can overpower a woman. Quavo obviously could easily swing her. I just, you know, it doesn't look good for him regardless. And it sucks. It's one of those double standards. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think. Okay. How is it a double standard? Wait, say that again. 
How is it a double standard? Because we acknowledge men shouldn't put their hands on women. You no, know, I'm saying like it's a double standard in that it kind of sucks that a woman can sometimes hit a man and the man is still expected to. Oh. And this is all brothers. So I'm coming as a woman and having had a brother that's been in a situation where a girl slapped him. And, you know, as a man, like even my brother, I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it. You call your closest yeah. people. Yeah. She real. She real. It's like that's mm. not to go out, but like you know, as a man, it does. It's, it doesn't look good. It's not something. It's very but it's true. Mm. Violence against men, like because it is still conjugal violence, right? But I feel like we always often hear conjugal conjugal violence against women, obviously. But it's like I notice that it's true in social media, especially. It's not taking the same way, like. There was like a post the other day on Twitter and a man um, was assaulted by his girlfriend and he had a big ass dent in his head. I don't know if y'all seen it, Damn. but the people on Twitter were roasting the man. He's like, how are you going to let like this like girl do that? Oh, you look like you got a dent in your head from, I don't know, like someone kicked your head or something. Like they were making a joke out of it. And I was like, Damn, like. No, it's a real thing, man. Like it's, it's, it's the same thing with like men getting raped, you know, it's overlooked. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But it fucking happens. Like yeah. out here yeah. in the deed, there was uh, two dudes out here who had gotten raped, aped, but it was immediately overshadowed. Yeah. Uh, like, like if men men getting abused is a real thing, and it's it's mm -hmm. never like looked at like that, and it's always overturned to make them look like the villain, like they deserved yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp has had. Yeah, had a, a domestic violence yeah. situation, yeah. and then he wow. was getting sued for it. Mm -hmm. and, and then um, Bow Wow got the shit beat out of him by his girl. Ooh. Oh, if y'all remember that, where he uh, like his girl bashed yeah. a fucking lamp over his head or something. Man, and, mm. yeah. So like, <laughs> like, what do you do then? Because like, I've been in situations too. Like, I was joking earlier, where like, you know, equal opportunity ass weapons. And I just think that's funny to say, but like I've been in situations where a female has tried to kill me and like my first thoughts were like going to jail because I tried to defend myself. That's so. another thing too. Yeah. So, so, uh, I was gonna say, so this is a touchy subject for me in general because I am a survivor of domestic violence at the hands of an ex-girlfriend. Um, and it wasn't like anything major, like with dramatic, <clears throat> like, I was punched in the face in the back of the head, and like in all, like all just aside, like my ex was maybe one twenty soaking, one hundred twenty pounds soaking wet, maybe with weights in her pocket and, and and a few pounds of feathers. Like I don't know. Um, but when the incident happened for me, I had the thoughts that 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 Lee has. Like, damn. Like my first of all, my first thought was, why the fuck is my phone dead? I can't even record this shit and have evidence. Mm -hmm. My first thought. My second thought is. If I swing back, I already know I'm getting 10 years off top. Besides all the numerous people that are probably going to want to kill me and her family for putting my hands on her. They don't care about the situation. Yeah. They're not going to care about the context of what happened. They're not going to care about what's going on. They just see that, oh, she has a black eye or a broken jaw or whatever the situation may be. And now everybody's on my yeah. And you, you, you know, You'd basically be crucified. Right. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, I've spoken out about this and I don't want to draw on too much about the story because it's, it's, I hate talking about it. But when I would share this instance, you know, I would have some people say, well, what did you do to what did you do to cause this or what happened before? What was the context? Mm -hmm. What was the story? And it's like, 
it it doesn't matter. Victim blaming. People do this shit all the time. Right. It it doesn't matter the context of the story. If a woman comes to me and says, you know, I've been, you know, attacked or assaulted, you know, that's not, it's nobody's place to say, oh, well, what'd you do to deserve it? Well, why were you wearing this? Why did you do that? Why didn't you walk away from this nigga? Like, fuck all that. And that's fucking ignorant. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I know some women who fight men that do instigate situations that try to attack men and they get beat up. Yeah, but we again, you don't say that to them, you know, because right. most of the time when they say they've been assaulted, some they probably have. I mean, I, I guess you know, because it's like it's likely to right. happen with men. Right. Look, this is your best defense, bro. In a situation like that, where you feel like you're gonna lose and you can't do anything to defend yourself, you need to make a recording. You need to have some type of evidence in case mm-hmm. you do need to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I've had a situation where yeah. I had just a little personal story. I had to go to court because of something like that. And I was thinking, oh, this is a white female and it's a white female judge. Oh, I'm automatically. No, she fucking lost. Judge laughed her ass off in there because I had video recording evidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. That, that's yeah. like the scariest double standard for men is like when yeah. women want to do some crazy shit and uh, attack the dude. And uh, like, uh, uh, like women like have way more power in the courtroom than a dude ever does. And when it comes to getting the children, and when it comes to like these domestic violence situations, to like fake uh, rape allegations, and like, like men are like just get fucked Court's over in favorite. the courtroom. Courts always favor women yeah. and children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The court, the court will forever favor like, women um, and children. And it and it sucks because there's some good dudes out there that deserve the children. There's some good dudes out there that just like fucked the wrong woman and like she you. was just trying to get some money out of it. Like yeah, I think that shit benefits the dudes that don't want the children. To be honest with you, that's like another side of that, <laughs> but that's another conversation. Yeah, because that go ahead. Um, to continue what like he was saying, I was watching this video of this man from Toronto. And he went to go up his kid from his baby mama's house, and his baby mama wouldn't let him see his his daughter. Mm-hmm. She's seen a video of him and another girl on Snapchat, but they're not together. She wouldn't yeah. let. She wouldn't. And the man was crying. The man was so upset, he was crying. You know, like it was just terrible. Just terrible. No, like Hobson has a situation like this too, and he talks about it all the time in his like uh, his songs, where like he has this ex that won't let him see his child. Oh, and like that's just a, that shit's so sad to fucking hear. Like, mm-hmm. like that that's your kid, and you actually want to take part in their life, but this other yeah. person but doesn't the, want the you there. The craziest part about Hobson's thing is that she wants him to pay still, though. Like mm-hmm. he still has to pay, <laughs> like child support and all that and then he can't see his child at all like what like what's the point like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like like there's no there's no benefit for him at all like he's in a lose-lose situation he pays he still don't see his child he don't pay he going to jail now like he he's not in yeah. a there's no positive outcome well see so there's no legal defense you can do there's no way you can prove that you haven't been able to see your child in this longer time and that you still well here's the thing here's the, here's the thing his is cross cross countries 
Like, mm-hmm. so I believe his girl, his baby she's in Australia. Whoa, whoa, he's, he's, Australia. He's an outlier then. We're just talking about regular yeah, here outlier. in the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, There's right, no defense yeah. at all whatsoever, you're telling me. Because I disagree. I don't know. Everything. My brother got. Man, my brother got five kids. I'm gonna tell you, bro. Like, yes, that is true that these women have the power and all that, but to say that it's completely impossible, I don't know, bro. No, it's not impossible, but you just have to really, really like, and it really, and it, unfortunately, the well, I won't say unfortunately, the courts and the legal system has to everything, and that's true. And to say that men don't, but the majority of the time, mm-hmm. they are getting abused when they're going to court. And women are often, you know, the caregivers of the of the children, and they do need the money to take care of the kids. But mm-hmm. it does suck for those people who just are terrible people who are taking advantage of that system. But you just have mm-hmm. to everything. You have to document yeah. everything. And then when it comes to abuse, like you just have to like it's it sucks. It really sucks for men. My only advice to men is just like you cannot walk away before it escalates. And just learn how to point out narcissists and abusive people early yeah. on. Yeah. It, it just, it. Yes, it, I am. That's yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> All right. Cool. Cool. So, does anybody have anything else to say? Because I think that's a good note to end on. Um, so, we can, everybody good? We're going to wrap here. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap that topic up. That topic's done. All right, cool. Now we're moving on to topic number two. So topic number two is <clears throat> so recently um in social media it's been being brought up again. Um hashtag Purvis Pain. So if you don't know, so um Purvis Payne is an uh is an individ- is a black man from um from Tennessee. Uh he is fifty-three years old, correct? Right? He's, He's fifty-three 53. years old. Yeah, he's 53 years old. He has an intellectual disability and has maintained his innocence for 33 years while on death row in Tennessee. Um, His legal defense um, did uh, ask the court to do some testing of evidence that was not uh, complete, that was not uh, completed. And then they submitted it to the court on January 2021. Um, however, key pieces of miss of the evidence mysteriously went missing before the testing could be done. Mm. Um, oh my God, that's mm-hmm. like, I've never yeah. heard of this before. Yeah, now before. now what's crazy is so the governor of Tennessee um, halted his, or it was either the governor or the uh, what governor. Is it? The, uh, it's the governor. governor. Yeah, no, it was Billy. It was Billy. Billy is the governor. It was Billy. Billy. I think the yeah. governor is the only one that can stay in execution. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, stayed yeah. his execution. He stayed his execution till temporarily. Um, yeah, temporarily mm-hmm. till April 9th of this year. So it is the fourth now. Five days, bro. Oh, I, I was he about got to check the date. Days. I was like, oh my God. That's next Friday. That's, that's soon. Yeah, that's next mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. What is Friday oh, coming up? Fun. I'm sorry. Yeah, this Friday coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, so that's that's the next topic, and that's what we're going to talk about. Um, so I'm going to open the floor up to you guys for discussion. Um, so what what um, what parts bothered you guys the most? Um, what do you guys want to see done? Um, what do you guys think we can do to help raise awareness? Um, I want to yeah. see him get a retrial. I want to see the appeal go through. Like, there's now new evidence that could prove his innocence that was not in his discovery. 
Come on, that, yeah. right there. That should and be he immediate. goes mysteriously missing. That yeah. needs to be investigated. Hey, the first off, the first trial needs to be declared a mistrial, and then there needs to be a treat and second retrial if they're going to do that. Good. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they're supposed to prove these things that you're guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't know how they could do that if there's key piece of evidence that could prove he's innocent. I mean, that's all I'm right. saying. That's what I want to see, well, bro. Like. Let's also say Tennessee's also like hella racist too. They are. They are. So let's, let's bring that up. Mm-hmm. I was looking. I was looking at a fun fact when I was reading up on this. It says Shelby County had the most number of lynchings of African Americans between 1870 and 1950. Um, I've also been. To, uh, I've been to Shelby County. Shit's racist. Um, but I guess in my opinion, when I look at it, it's the reason why we need. Why we in not only just Shelby County and Tennessee, we need sweeping criminal justice reform because we know that black black bodies in general are yes, sir. seven times as more likely to, to be incarcerated. You know, especially when we talk about young black men, we're seven times more likely to be incarcerated before our, our 14th birthday or either 18th birthday. I forget the number. Somebody check me. But anyways, before we hit 21, let's just say then our white counterparts, our black women mm-hmm. are four or five times more likely to be sexually assaulted, uh, domestically domestically uh, abused before they turn 15, 16. And sometimes it happens at the hands mm. of a family member or a domestic partner. So we know in America that I don't want to say white people because I don't want to group every all of them together. But in America, we know the powers that be view black bodies and bodies with melanin in them as less than from a systematic standpoint. And we see that with the laws that are passed. We see that with how we're more likely to be stopped and frisked in neighborhoods for minor weed violations. Like I saw a quote the mm-hmm. other day um, from a white person on social media that said, "If they, if the police did stop and frisk in the gated suburban communities, majority of my friends wouldn't have degrees from PWIs. They have put prison records, like a lot of my friends um, that went to HBCUs or that that are that hung out on the block and I played basketball with." And to me, that kind of struck me as odd because we all know that these things happen. So, you know, it's sad for the brother. And I don't want to diminish the situation, but we know that since 17, what, since 1619, really, when we came over on the first boats, we knew that America wasn't designed for us. And even the Constitution, you know, was designed for rich white men, property owners. It wasn't even designed for other white women. That's why we got all these different movements that sprung up from suffrage, from women's right to vote from now the womanist and feminist movement to black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was, yes, a right, but, yeah. but no, you, no, no, no. I, I, I feel you. I, yeah. cause like I, I, I've, I've gone heavy into this shit. Byron's heard my spiel on this shit. Uh, cause I strongly believe Eve in pre- prison reform versus prison punishment. And cause our, our prison, our state prisons and federal prisons are corrupt as fuck. Uh, and, um, that it is it's so stupid how like punishment is like the first thing and like our if you if you take back the symbol that we use for like police forces is it is literally the symbol that we used to use for um like uh, slavery like like yes, slavery like, like uh, yes and um like we need to change that shit we need to like start uh, looking at how other countries are reforming their people because we have a 67% uh, reoffending rate for people who get out of prison who reoffend. Mm. Prisoners have said in interviews 
is that that it's so bad and that like there is no like reform there's no therapy like healthcare shit it like they talk about like when you go in there you end up becoming a better criminal well to get away with the next thing 95 percent of our prison our state prisons ends are are african americans and other uh minorities he's um and probably i think it was 70 percent or so are our minor drug offenders there's there's and i think a 20 percent of all killings in these prisons ends are by a like skinheads fucking kkk members and shit it, that is 20 percent by one race he's killing all the people in prison and and not even to mention the prison itself is is using all of these people oh oh and and basically selling their labor making these people slaves thieves and uh, for or like other companies like like Starbucks Victoria's Secret it, like all kinds of other shit like you die if you dig deep into this shit and find out this shit about our prisons they're they're fucked they're they're just horribly fucked yeah like uh, i'm sorry but like I, i've done my research on this shit and it's just like it's yeah 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 i agree I think you asked an important question, Smooth. Uh, what can we do? It's just like we just got to bring more awareness um, because he's certainly not the first. Um, he's certainly, I pray to God he's the last, but I know he won't be. Um, and we just got to bring more awareness and, you know, petitions, protesting, um, even on a local level, going to your local city council town hall meetings and, and you know, I don't want to say PTA meetings because that's school But if you have children, but just attending the meetings and, and the Zoom sessions and, and, and being informed about shit, man, because the policy changes don't happen with whoever the president is, right? Mm -hmm. They happen with right, who's, right. Your, who's your councilman, mm -hmm. who's your alderman, um, your, who, your, who's your mayor, your governor, there, there yeah. you go. who's, who runs your sheriff's office. Right. Shit there like you that. go. Right. The local level, like the people like mm -hmm. people skip. The, and I don't want to go into a rant about voting, but people skip the general election and then wonder why construction happens in their city and not in another city and why the potholes are here or wh why this this fine, this fee is higher than that fee. And it's like all the shit was on the ballot that you chose not to vote in. The people that's running yeah. for these local offices mm -hmm. are the people that impact your daily life, not Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Like, yeah, but right, right. The head of yeah, the but, well, pe people don't get official. that though. People don't know that. Yeah, they're an elected yeah. official. You have to vote for them. Um, but then there's a couple of things wrong with this case, all the way from the evidence not being from it, and then like, for example, he has an intellectual disability. I don't know if you guys know, but it is unconstitutional to execute someone with an intellectual disability. You you that cannot is. do that. That is actually unconstitutional. Um, and then apparently the awareness has been spread. They say they got a coalition of over 150 different groups advocating for him. It just seems that right now there is no actual legal process for him to litigate his intellectual disability, which would prevent him from execution. So what they're actually trying to do, um, there is a black lawmaker group of Tennessee. They're trying to push for legislation that would allow a process for him to do that. Question is, is it going to happen before he's executed? 
I don't know. There's there's literal like psych tests you can take. The military makes you take right them. when I, uh, when they found out I had like three TBIs, which is a traumatic brain injury. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I like like they made me take this psych test, which tests anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, mm-hmm. uh, like all kinds of shit, and it's the weirdest test I've ever taken in my life. But it's a real thing, and it tells you a lot. Uh, and um, like the fact that they couldn't do that, that that's definitely admissible in court because yeah. it's it's um, medical. You know, it's done by multiple from different professionals. It's it's screened, and, and like and even if this one test isn't good enough, there's multiple different other ones that you could also be taking. Right. You know, you get so constant what, different like unbiased opinions. What that shows is the system itself is broken. I know there's a racial undertone to it. Racist, it shows yeah. the system is broken. Prison well, is a business. Crime is a business here. Just like what you said, the Definitely. system absolutely is not broken. The system is working exactly how it was designed to work. And I think yes, that's one thing that we always have to remember is that this we were this country was built for white people. It was just like yeah. like police officers literally used to be slave catchers. We did not have police in this country. Yeah. Runaway slaves were coming mm-hmm. They transformed that. We are not going to reform a system that was never included, that was never meant to include us. It has to be broken down and abolished and set over. Our police system, mm-hmm. a lot of these things are going to have to be abolished. This case brings up so many issues. There's, so, there's such an intersectional like case because not only if you're black, you're black men with intellectual disabilities, they put his intellectual disabilities as like the catalyst for this case, saying he did. He freaked out and just killed a woman after having after having that. That not only is violent towards him as a person, mm-hmm. but what does that say about people with intellectual disabilities? Like we in this country have a tendency to cast out those people. Case is gross and it's violent on so many different levels. And I agree, like you know, advocating we need to advocate for that, but also think about the ways that we're advocating for our mentally disabled folks in this country. Like, mm-hmm. How are we showing up for them? Every day, and mm-hmm. not in terms of this case, how are we showing up for so, black people? Every day. The thing with this case, with him having an intellectual disability, the reason they're trying to use it as a defense is because he was coerced into saying, to admitting things that he did not. So that, I mean, that's going to open the door up to a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's there. The system is broken because they're not allowing him to prove it. He has the information. He has a way to prove it. There's no legal process to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's broken. He can't. Yeah, but I mean, but when you look, but I, I get, I get where you're coming from, Kev. But then I also get where Todd is coming from because yeah. if you really look at it, like they built it this way because it's literally the most racist county and probably one of the I most mean, racist states for, uh, for a reason. No, I mean, it same way, all over the place. It happens all over the place. Yes, but they have those systems in place for a reason because once they get you there and you're stuck, they can keep you there forever. Right. So what yeah, they did, they tried to funnel out. mostly minorities in there because who are you going to lock up? Why would you lock up all the white people? Go ahead and make the profit off of the black people. But that doesn't mean the system was inherently designed entirely to for that. It's just against people who can't escape from it. It As someone who's been in the criminal justice system before, I see. Like, I see where I see where Kev is coming from. I see you like you attacking it from. And this is a great sociological debate we could have for hours. You're attacking it from a class perspective in terms of the have and the have nots. And smooth, you're attacking it. 
Yeah, and it's a movie you're attacking it from a race perspective because we all know that in majority of cases, race is some synonymous with, you know, depending on skin color with people who don't have or who've had less than. And of course, you obviously talk about the 400 years of oppression, but, you know, there are, of course, you know, also um, some mm -hmm. whites and, and some people who don't have melanin that are caught up in not having as well. And they're sucked into the same system of what Kev is talking about, about, you know, not being able to afford representation, not mm -hmm. being able to afford adequate education. And then they turn to crime and different things like that. So I feel like y'all both are correct. Y'all just y'all attacking the problem from opposite ends of the spectrum too. And um, I agree with that. And like, you know, that obviously there are white people involved in the system who have gone through tragic things and that's that's horrible. But when you think about that, it's like but your race was not a factor in that. Right? Like right. it doesn't no. matter. No, it's not. The race didn't factor into that. As a black man in prison, not only did the crimes that you commit you know, factor into your senses, but your race most definitely was a factor. We've taken bias tests. We've, 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 we've um, surveyed the doctors. We've surveyed the lawyers. We've surveyed the judges. We've looked at the cases and we know that racism is a big problem because we are built in a system, because we are currently living in a system that was created on racist values. It is embedded into literally everything we do. I literally do racial equity trainings and work. It is in everything. I can mm -hmm. be a problem and I can tell you how it is racist. Do you like, think getting more black people in these elected offices could change it? You said the system needs to be abolished. It can't be reformed. If there's more awareness and there's more minorities getting into these positions of power, do you still think that the system won't be reformed? I think that that can help. But I think that if you are a black person working in a racist system, you are still upholding racist values. I think right? like, you oh, know, oh, like, oh, it's, yeah, I kind of do what you're saying. Like, you give me you know, of that because i'm i'm trying to follow you um let's okay Pri prison in general right i can be i can decide i am going to be the warden of the prison i am going to make my prison a better place i still have not addressed i have not gone outside of the system and addressed mm. black people are arrested higher. i have not addressed the systems that are in our neighborhoods mm. causes us to do more well, crime can the warden okay. of the prison do that or would wait, they wait, be wait, like on, the official on. like the sheriff's office well, you, you got to have people in wait, all wait, of these wait, positions. Wait, but, but you also have to, yes, you have to have people in all those positions, but have we addressed education? Have we addressed right. gerrymandering? Have we addressed the fact of environmental yeah. racism? You don't know how big environmental racism is right now? We have not addressed none of that. We have not That still comes out again to people. But Michigan still don't got clean water. Yeah, we, we still don't. Right? That's crazy. If we cannot, if our basic needs are not being met in this system, we're going to forever be in more, and we're going to forever show up more in the criminal justice system. Right. And I'm so that's what I mean by there are systems that have to be abolished. I'm not saying it that certain elements of it won't stay. There are some great elements of the system, but I'm saying down to like we need to sit down and we need to relax. All this comes down to people being informed, and you have to vote for the people who have your best interests at heart. The Flint, Michigan water crisis, did you see who ran that stuff? Did you see? They weren't black people that ran that. Of course, they're not going to give a damn about black people having clean water. Yeah. The, only, the thing with that is, though, is like, I don't know if we'll ever get to a point where all black people will run our government. We're no, not all black people. We need white people to also be in line with this. We're gonna. We need our allies. We absolutely do. Right. We need the people that are there to speak up for us and stand mm -hmm. up for us. But ultimately, you know, 
we're gonna have to rethink the way we do things. We're gonna have to rethink policing. We're gonna have to rethink education. And we're gonna have to rethink how we distribute um, like resources and everything in our from under capitalism. That's not happening. People, because uh, I think people just don't understand how capitalism properly works. To be honest, and a lot of people don't understand how economics work. How many of you guys are investing in the stock market? How many of you guys are investing in real estate? Now, do you understand how it works? You're not. See, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are not doing the extra things. Some people, what I see, they they're smart, but they don't have the education for it, and they're not actually going anywhere to seek the knowledge. They're just going on social media and talking about it, saying they're spreading awareness. But there's nothing that's actually coming from that until you be the person that takes the initiative, that goes, reads the books, that tries to get involved. I think she's saying, though, that when it comes to capitalism, that this whole system of capitalism is it's inherently racist and misogynistic. Mm. It's built for the white man. Capitalism. Mm. White men. that. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, like it's going to benefit them. Capitalism at, at its core, I don't know if it necessarily in in the current society it is racist and it is sexist and Capitalism in its core, there has to be a ruling class and there has to be a working class. There will never be a system that is designed to have somebody on top of the system running the companies and somebody doing the workers. There will never be a system. Yeah, but that doesn't mean black people always have to be at the bottom. It doesn't, it doesn't but, but we're the easiest people. Capitalism can benefit black people and minorities. It's not only for white people. It's right. Capital, yeah, you can take advantage of capitalism. It can. However, someone will always be on the bottom. So we're, we'll shift racism mm -hmm. and then what? We'll I will agree with that. And that's when it becomes classism at that point. Look how yeah, diverse so, we are. We got black, white, Asian, Hispanic yeah. people. There's always going to be somebody at the bottom. There's even white people at the bottom right now. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Lee, go ahead. Because you didn't have your hand up for a minute. I've been yeah, trying to get it. Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I just want to say, like, I think the absolute best way to tackle this is, like, Eric, in our schools, like, we don't, yes. we don't really teach shit in, in our schools. If, if mm -hmm. I don't feel like we do, you know, honestly. And I feel like a lot of people are disconnected when it comes to going to school and whatnot. Like you go in there, you get your good grades and you go to college. There's no like, damn, I, I, I didn't know that today, man. I'm so glad that um, I learned that. Like no, nobody, no kid in fucking high school is thinking that ever. Or, and uh, maybe there is, but like, I want to say majority of the time, that's not the case. Like, um, I feel like we skim over so much shit when it comes to our history, eh? like I feel like we're never telling the the whole story. Eh? Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like if we're we're doing anything, eh? if we're going to start anywhere, we need to t start with like our local schools, both and touching up on our like our our classes and these uh, syllabus is to actually teach our children what's going on in the world, how to proactively do something, being. Eh? And like, I think we need to also teach like these real world skills, skills like, yeah. like how many schools finances. are actually teaching like how, yeah, finances is how much, like, I feel like there's, there's more practical ways that we need to go about this. It's like, Wait, it's, it's, it's awesome to talk. 
Sorry. Uh-huh. And, and school, why they're not teaching us about credit? I was about to say, wait till y'all find out yeah. that all of has to do with racism and capitalism because when we first but they're not even t- I went to a predominantly white school that had like great education for high school and they didn't even teach their asses that they actually learned that from their parents. It does have something to do with racism, but then there is more classism. It's just rich people not telling the people below them how to do it. And if you black, you're most oh, more likely to be below them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it seems like it's racism because more black people are less wealthy than rich white people. One of the biggest, um, like, I guess catalysts for racism is literally capitalism. Most racist white people, I mean, there are people who generally are just haters, they don't like people, but for the most part, it's, it's fueled by capitalism. We need and to keep class systems in places in order to keep the current system going. That's Unfortunately, that's how it is. Who doesn't our Black Wall Street? We teach kids to be workers. No, 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 but, but look, but look, but okay, okay, so, okay, so, okay, you brought up Black Wall Street. All right, so look. All right, and you, you see what they did. Right? They didn't like no. black people were taking advantage of capitalism no. because it was no, helping. But no, us. but that's that's the that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. That's that's the duality of it. Okay, cool. You use capitalism. You gained. You gained. You uh. You had. We had much, right? right? Well, then, but then racism still comes in and still tears everything down at the end of the day. So. At, Capitalism does not; it doesn't inherently work because it doesn't protect. It's there's we're not high enough on the st- on the stratum to actually protect our protect our assets. We're not. I do not believe that. Not in today's time. I disagree. With no. That. You're we're saying not, black not, people saying can't saying protect our assets and take advantage of capital. No, I'm saying I'm talking about. Okay, so look, I'm saying if you have, I'm talking about in that in that scenario, right? Mm. They had much. They had plenty of money. Oh yeah. Then plenty of money today. Plenty of plenty. Yeah, I'm talking about plenty of property, all of that. But they were not high enough on the social stratum to matter to where they could protect their own assets. They couldn't. Okay. Literally, literally bombed. I'm not following that either. Dude, they literally bombed it. They literally bombed the area because it was doing well for us. Yeah. Black as a Black people in this country, we did not have the social capital to be protected. Right. That so was I don't was I think even we did. I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead. I was saying, I think what he's saying is we were a threat to their systems. It, it was all about money and yes. all, all people being jealous and greedy of what we had. But us spending our own money and being able to spend money with each other stop us. Black people in this country are worth billions and billions of dollars. And beauty alone, like makeup. Here, we spend billions of dollars a year. You know how much money we're worth. So for us to kind of put our money inward, that that was messing up their stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm also say this is 1921. But KJ, go go ahead too. No, so I was gonna jump in and, and, and to T's point. I was gonna say that when we were fighting, you know, the whole when the whole separate but equal doctrine came out with um, was it uh, Dred Scott? The Dred Scott decision is separate but equal. Oh, I'm not sorry, not Dred Scott. Plessy versus Ferguson. My bad. Um, like, like what he was saying is like, all we wanted was the same, the same resources that the white schools and that the our white counterparts had. We just wanted those resources for our own community. We would have been cool 
I, at least I believe so. We would have been comfortable and okay with being segregated as long as the same brand new textbooks that y'all get every two years, we want those same brand new textbooks. And we were perfectly mm -hmm. fine with teaching our children. But when we realized we weren't getting it, we started fighting to end the segregation to gain access to those same textbooks. And so because the system is always, you know, going to design and to favor the rich. What the white people said was, is that, OK, you know what? We'll fight you tooth and nail, but then we'll finally give you access to those same things. But you got to take it how we given it. And so what happened is when Brown versus Board of Education passed and nobody ever really focuses on this point, we lost ourselves as a community because our kids mm -hmm. weren't going to the schoolhouses where um, cousin, cousin Gene and, 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 um, you know, great auntie Mary was teaching the classes. They went where, you know, Sue Ann and, and Bert and, 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 and Betty Ford and all them were teaching our kids and they were teaching our kids the same shit they're teaching them now. This revisionist history about, oh, OK, slavery wasn't that bad or, OK, you know, you guys had a few black heroes, but focus on this European literature and this British literature and read about Shakespeare, but don't learn about Toni Morrison. Read about, you know, um, fucking Voltaire, but don't learn about Audre Lorde. Like, they were teaching us the same history then that they're teaching us now, just with more events happening. And now the difference is we've learned to fight back because more of our history and stuff is being uncovered because more books are being opened, more libraries are being dedicated, and more resources are being built because we have more, you know, black millionaires. Back then, we probably, you know, had maybe a few. Madam C.J. Walker is one that comes to mind. But now we have dozens of athletes, LeBron James, um, you know, and all these NBA athletes that are spearheading this movement, Malcolm Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins in the NFL with the social justice reform, um, obviously Oprah and her movement, Tyler Perry, and all these people that now have amassed his wealth and that have found the importance of, hey, we need to preserve the history that we have and make it more widely accessible. And the problem is, is that with great power comes great responsibility. So for those right. of us on this call, yeah, including you, that are educated, and that have had access to this information and I have learned it, whether it's through college or going to YouTube university or going, going through Google or reading books, you have the responsibility of going back to your respective neighborhood or your hood or your, your area, or your peoples and giving that information to them, each one, mm -hmm. teach one. And we don't do that because it falls to an elitist category as to where we get the information and it's like, well, shit, nigga, I just paid $150,000 for this education to get this information. You had the same opportunity that I did, but not realizing that you had the influences behind you to push you to go to college. Where well, that person, his mom, his, you know, his mom or his grandma saying, nigga, you ain't going to be shit. You're just going to be just like your daddy. Are you just mm. like your mama? You ain't shit. You ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to make it. And so what did they believe? And eventually it became internalized. So they didn't be shit. They stayed on the block. They might have went to a couple community college classes, but to them, working retail was the, the best that they could do. And they don't get the knowledge. Yeah. And they don't get the information. And we look down yeah. on that person. And it's like, damn, like, why you ain't go to school? Why you didn't do this? You got yeah. access to the same Google I do versus giving them the information yeah. and teaching them. Right. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, like, um, like that. that's a good point to bring up when, whenever we talk down each other all the time. Like, like mental health is, is like, so downplayed all the time i'm like with uh, certain disabilities like like i have adhd but when i was growing up it was so downplayed that i, I had no yeah. idea i just thought i was stupid the entire time like like uh, like i genuinely thought that for such a long time but i like 
the more I educated uh, myself on it within like the past year or so, oh, I realized there's a literal chemical imbalance in people with ADHD to focus on certain tasks to the point where like I can be super fixated on one subject and tomorrow, tomorrow or in the next hour, I could lose all interest whatsoever, like get everything and, um, and like jump on it in another year or so. Like, like that, that shit is so downplayed and we need to like start educating our people or, or our people, our children. We need to start educating our children. That is okay to feel sad. It's okay to hey, be frustrated and angry and to like communicate those emotions and so you know we need to like constantly be uplifting each other you know oh oh like you can be whatever you want uh, you know let let me show you a way like hey okay all right here's a better way of doing this whenever they fail like don't just shit on them um, like when you have a kid struggling with math and why don't you get it instead of here, let's let's see what other ways I can teach you this. Okay, so we mm-hmm. need to go in these other directions. And mental health is such a huge thing. And like in our generation, it's been like it, uh, like a lot more prominent that people are going and seeking help, help and like talking to other people about this and being a little more open about the way they're feeling and and stuff. Like a lot of men, especially, are very emotionally stunted like you would be lying if you said you weren't you know like i, I like that that's like my main point is like we uh, m- mental health is another thing we need to start uh getting at like we need to start this emotional intelligence mm-hmm. the purpose case too and how uh, the way we view disability and the way we view mental health and things like that like we, we really gotta break that stigma of like I, when I work with kids, I tell kids all the time, okay, sometimes you don't feel good and it's just in your brain. But, and that's okay. Like, you can have those days. You're allowed to do that. And I think we also, as a society, really need to look at the way we're educating. Like you said, like everybody can't read from a book and learn that way. That just isn't working. When you're working with kids with ADHD and different things like that, like let's be more physical in how we look. Let's stop the, let's stop having to come to school and sit all day. But why? do that to children like why would we make a child sit down for eight hours that doesn't make any sense so thinking about the way that we we teach people but also understanding that before people can level up emotional and emotional intelligence um before they can level up in that we have to make sure that we're meeting people's basic needs we have to make sure that people particularly in community in communities of color feel safe and that they can eat and that they have those resources because you're not going to care about none of that if you go home to gunshots or you go Maslow's home. hierarchy of needs. Yeah, we've got to make sure that you know, um, and that just goes to the point of like you know, our the people, the people who do become a fool, taking that time to go back and take care of our communities and making sure that like you know, we do those base needs and you know we make sure people have what they need so that we don't have instances like Curtis Queen where he is without being or you know. <laughs> right. So I guess like one point that you made about like sitting kids down um, for long periods of time like that. Honestly, honestly, I was watching um, I was watching a little documentary on that uh, about the education system. And it's basically saying like how now we're conditioning kids to be ready to work in the workplace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you sit for, you're going to sit for eight hours. You know what I'm saying? You're going to you're going to do these tasks that I want you to do. 
Like, I don't need, I don't want you to critically think about anything. I want you to mm-hmm. produce the result. I want you to produce the results that I need you to Military produce. Military and so basic training. Product. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so, I can get this product, so I can get this product out. Yeah, school in its became like this around the industrial resolution because we needed factory workers. We needed people yeah. to work with That is why we yeah. have it and it is it formulated the way that it is and we have not changed it much since then. I mean, there's obviously been some schools. There's monastery schools or some private schools that are doing some great work. The problem is that's accessible to everybody. So we've got to, again, go back to the system of and rethink the way that we teach people. Like, Bless you. Bless you. But yeah, like all of this kind of goes back to meeting workers and being able to do those jobs. That's facts. Okay, so does anybody have anything else they would like to add? Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, that was a deep discussion, man. We that was. KJ yeah, got to it, boy. KJ brought out everything. Facts and all. I don't know, man. T T kind of brought it out of me, man. Like she was, yeah. She was kind of. I'll be honest with you, like that whole um, that that's kind of why I'm against. Like, okay, the system is against us as black people, but I'm really against the preaching only that because that's not going to allow everybody to be the best version of themselves. Similar to how you were saying, people go home and they saying you ain't going to be shit like your daddy, blah, blah, blah. If you tell them the system is always against you, no matter what you do, this is going to happen. It's going to do the same thing. No one's going to try to be the best version of themselves because what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it brings that mentality out of people. Yeah. I don't want people what's, with victim What's mentality. the point? It, 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 it's uh, it's the same shit when it comes to voting too. Uh, when when people say my that like the two party system sucks, like my vote don't matter. Like mm-hmm. I've I've felt that for years, but like I've I've kind of educated myself on like uh, like the best way to start impacting the shit where I do feel like my vote matters. Here's, like it's it's just the the education that's why i was saying like we we start tackling this from like the schools schools like our future generations will be better prepared to tackle this shit and, you know we shouldn't put it on our youth but like it takes so many years to do this shit we we need to prepare our youth for it whether we're directly telling them or not they'll they'll be ready they'll be ready and honestly, and kind of like how y'all said, the local elections, real change happens in communities. The real change that you want to see, if you want to see something take off nationally, if you want to see, if you want to perpetuate a mentality of, of, you know, not being stuck and not being a victim, that starts in your community. And I think it's okay to, set, to say to kids, this system that we're in right now does not work for us, but this is what we can do here. I can do mutual aid in my community. I can make sure that my neighbor is okay. I can make sure that my neighborhood is safe. I can make sure that this is happening here, and then that kind of spreads out. But that's what we do. We have to focus on smaller pockets of our communities and spread outward. And we have to be more community-minded versus individualistic, or else we're not going to take it. And, yeah. We're in right, this. right. Yes, ma'am. It's really a yes, taking ma'am. action. Yeah. Right. It's really about taking action. I feel like it's a lot of, like, spread awareness it's like yeah spread awareness but like you also need to put in some sort of like incentive otherwise things are not going to change you could talk about like we need to do this we need to do that but if you don't do anything 
Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah. We, we, we could talk all day, but if we don't take any action, what, what's the point of talking? Go out there. We just waste some breath. We just waste some breath. you're voting for. Yeah, yeah. I, Lee, were you there for that part of the discussion yesterday where I said that about the, yeah, the community? I, yeah, the community yeah I, stuff? I brought it up too. I, I brought it up too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like it's true. No, but what what no, but what I wanted to say was like when I did bring that up, like, do you know how like the look of most people, how defeated they felt? Because they were like, Oh no, like that's not gonna do anything. That's gonna take too long. Like, but it's literally the one thing that you can actually control and actually do. Like yeah, that's literally like, uh, the one thing you can do. Like the long shot of you producing this candidate that becomes president of the United States of America, that's like slim to none. It's slim right, to none. Right. We well, might like, because we, we're still in the fucking we, we two might party get system. And it's been proven I, time, time again, it doesn't work. You know, right. oh, like and uh, like I would also like to say that like any person that goes into office is or goes that far or uh, to become president or whatever or part of Congress or part of the Senate, they're gonna have alternative motives for themselves. Anybody that motivated to go that high is not always a good person. Not everybody has that same mindset, you know. Mm -hmm. There's something that they're trying to get out of it. Now, whether or not it benefits the people at the same time, and that's like a whole nother thing. And we just need to realize that, you know. Oh, we got to kind of pick and choose our poisons, you know. Oh, constantly taking like an L somewhere. Like, I, I just feel like that's just the American life. That That's just life in general. You're just choosing what you're losing at constantly. You know, if you, if you pick like the, the best job where you're like the happiest, you might be taking an L on money, you know? So like you, you taking a job where you're happy every day, work is amazing you might just lose out on like a, a lot of funds and have to pick up a second job because of that. But like, like I said, it's just picking L's. I'm convinced life is about choices and trade-offs. Choices and trade-offs. <laughs> L's? Oh, we, we taking L's, right? Uh -oh. hey, it, it's, um, it's bound to happen. Okay. So does anybody have anything else they would like to say or add? No. I'm good. I'm good. Everybody's good? Mm. Everybody's good? All right. So, look, this has been episode 36 of the Homeroom with Smooth podcast. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming on. I want to thank everybody that did watch for watching um, and everybody that will watch for watching as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, talk to y'all later. We're out. Peace. <laughs>